Welcome to Love is on the Air podcast. This is the producer slash co-host Eric Mulder, aka The Robot. And today we're flying just me here in the uh, Love is on the Air studio, which by the way, I'm sitting, I, I literally have a closet in my apartment that's lined with like acoustic foam. And it's if you're picturing the Harry Potter closet, it's just like that, except very dark. And I have some string lights in here, and that's it. And I'm sitting in a closet with a microphone and a laptop, and that's weird. But we're doing that. Uh, yeah, your host, Jill, has been very busy. And I volunteered to kind of take the reins for this week's episode because my guests today are two of my very close friends from home that I've known for a very long time, and I just thought it would make sense for, for me to kind of be in charge of this one. As I said, these are two of my friends, and they're actually married. Um, but let's back up a second. Are you guys there? Are you with me? <laughs> yes. Yes, we're, okay. here. we're here. Okay, I, felt, I feel like I just talked for a really long time. So we, we, I don't know if you've listened to the show very much, but we typically start out with a icebreaker question. Okay. Okay. Today's icebreaker question is Kelly Kapowski or Topanga, whatever her last name is. I'll go with Topanga. I, uh, you know, had a little bit of a childhood crush on her. Uh oh. I'm pissed already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, Topanga, she sounds like the other one was like an airhead, right? I don't remember. All I, like all I heard Kabowski. was Topanga and, um, you know, got tunnel vision. Kelly Kapowski joking. Saved by the Bell. <laughs> saved by the Bell. Oh, okay. She's Full really disclosure, dizzy. I've never seen an episode of Boy Meets World. What? That's crazy. Have you watched Girl Meets World? Yeah, every episode. Okay. <laughs> Seriously? No. Uh, I also need to get a sensor sound from you guys in case you don't want this to be uh, disclosed who you are or who you're talking about. So whenever you're ready, make a sound, and that will be what I can use. Balignet. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> My Jamaican Perfect. sound. Perfect. Perfect. Becca's Jamaican accent. <laughs> All right. I don't know if they, I guess I need to explain kind of how I know both of you. Um, I went to high school with both of them. Phil uh, is older than Becca and I. Me and Becca were in the same grade in school. I'm 52 years old. Yes. And Becca is seven. And... <laughs> Whoa, now. <laughs> FBI is going to kick in both of our doors simultaneously during this recording. Chris Hansen is listening in. Anyways, so Becca and I were in the same grade. Phil was a senior when we were freshmen in high school. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, I didn't meet Phil until pro – I don't know when we started hanging out. Maybe, like, halfway through my senior year? Yeah, something like that. That sounds about right. Okay. And, Becca, you and I had had classes throughout our school careers, but I – I don't think we really became friends until senior year because we had a journalism class together. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And Phil, actually becoming friends with you and your brother and some other guys 
That actually uh, came at kind of a tough time in my quote-unquote love life. I was going through some stuff there, and uh, being friends with you guys really helped me get through that and get over it and forget about it. So thanks for that. In the summer. In the summer. (laughs) (laughs) They were good times. Yeah, I'm I'm glad uh, we were there to help you through it. Yeah, so if we're starting at the beginning, as I said, you guys are married now. Um, so if we're starting Woo! at the if we're starting at the beginning, okay. I wanted to ask Phil, you and your brother. Tell you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, but mm-hmm. my perception is that both you and your brother somehow convinced women that originally didn't like you at all <laughs> to 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 give you a chance, and you and you are both now married to those women. But, <laughs> That, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, Becca and I uh, talked over Facebook at the beginning and then later through text. Uh, and I think we did a little bit of the whole thing of talk a lot through text or Facebook and then not really talk in person for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it took about a year of being friends with Becca before she finally caved and decided to actually go on a date with me and <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember in the beginning, you felt like another friend of Becca's was kind of trying to get in between you guys and not let it happen. Do you know what I'm talking about? Who is this? I believe so. Was it a male friend? No, a oh. female friend. All right, can we time out? Who are, who are we talking about? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, Phil, I remember, I mean, that's so long ago and it's probably hazy, but I seem to remember... You telling me that you felt like, you know, you would make plans with Becca or arrangements and certain things would happen to where you were like, I don't know why this other person is there just getting in the way or, you know, I feel like she's trying to prevent this from happening for some reason. Yeah, there there was a little bit of that. And I'd kind of forgotten about it until you brought it up. Um, I should mention my memory is awful, but... uh, (laughs) And keep in mind, this was uh, uh, 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. 10 years of May. Well, it was 10 years when well, we were still just friends oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah it, cause it, on one hand, uh, the person felt like they were a big supporter of it happening. And on the other, it seemed like it seemed to be like a roadblock from it yeah. happening as well. Um and Becca may be able to speak to this a little bit. Were you were you being told to steer clear of uh, me? Uh, I was also apprehensive because I've never had a boyfriend before. Um, <clears throat> 19. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I never had a boyfriend before. No one had pursued me like this. Uh, no one had shown interest or that I thought. Um, and so... You might, I mean, like, I thought that that person's, you know. You you think that they were just kind of trying to look out for you. Yes, but also that I think I used them as a security blanket. So, like, if we Phil would want me to do something. So you were the person. I would involved. be like, hey, you come along, too. Oh, okay. So, if I'm remembering it correctly, it has been like so, 10 years so ago. So, it wasn't their fault at all. It was you. Prob- I mean, most likely. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I had a bunch of insecurities and. I'll, I'll say too, like, 
she mentioned that was her, like, I was her first boyfriend, but I never really had any, like, big serious ones. Uh, probably my longest relationship before that was in, like, eighth grade or something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I dated some girls and all that, but it was never anything too serious uh, until now. And then, <laughs> you know, you, you see where the story ends up. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. So, Becca, when did you finally realize, like, oh, this guy's okay, and I'm going to give it a chance? Hmm. We talked, like, every day. Like, when I say every day, it was, like, as soon as we woke up to the time we went to sleep, and this happened, I mean... About a year or a little Every more. single day for a year. So, he told me he liked me in, like, October, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... um did you have any idea, or did you just think you were you had a new friend? I just thought I had a new friend. Okay. Like, legit did not even cross my mind. So, um, I guess maybe February, April, he told me he liked me again, and I thought about it a little bit. I don't know what made me think so, to give it a so go. So, it was I basic... It was basically just, I mean, you all were texting every day, so it was kind of just the more you got to know him through conversation. Yes. And so the feelings I had for him as a friend, like someone was like, you like him. And I was like, what? And they were like, you like him. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, (laughs) so I didn't really, you know. What do you think, Phil? (laughs) Well, I mean... I guess I could talk about, I, I started liking her mainly uh, at first because she was funny and I, I liked her personality. I still think she's a funny guy. She's a real <laughs> funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it kind of grew from there um, and maybe skipping ahead a little bit, but we, I, I knew her because of a, a mutual friend of ours, Eric, um, <laughs> And basically through him is how I started talking to her on, on Facebook and it went from there. Um, and you know, as the time went on, um, the, the feelings kept growing and I I was hoping we could, you know, go on dates and that kind of stuff. Um, and then when we finally did, it was, you know, just the most movie perfect date ever, wasn't it? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so like is that sarcastic? I mean, it is. Very I'm, okay. I again, I didn't go on dates, so like this was my first date. Yeah. And I obsessed about what I was gonna wear and how I was gonna put my hair and all that stupid stuff that you think about. I mean, this was just the worst date, and I mean, it was he, an awful he date. Lo- he locked his keys in his car before we even left, <laughs> so I had to drive. We went to Olive Garden. And they set us at the biggest round table I've they, ever... They, had, they set us at a hexagon table for... For like 15 people. <laughs> for, yeah. Why? So, I don't know. And then we had to <laughs> sit by each other, which made it awkward. Yeah. And then, so, I don't know. When you sit by each other on the first date, it's just weird. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You can't, like, look at each other. I don't know. That actually happened to me, not to interrupt your story, that happened to me, like, probably five months ago. 
It's the worst. Somebody set me up on a date, and when I got there, we had to wait for our table. But -hmm. when I got there, she was already sitting at the bar, and there weren't enough seats. So she said, "So she said, you can like share this seat with me if you want." So we are both sharing half of a bar stool. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, at that point, you can't like turn and look at the person. Basically, it's just stare at your you're both like you're both facing your bodies forward and you can only turn your head yeah it's the worst (laughs) very strange but yeah so they set you at the the giant table at olive garden yeah for like 15 people um everything that this man ate got on his shirt yeah (laughs) so like and i mean i spill stuff on my clothes but like we got ice cream afterwards and he got that on his shirt so he had like (laughs) all of (laughs) all of these stains uh, and then uh, her car had a sunroof, um, and to lighten the mood and stuff, I kept sticking my hand out of the top of it. And uh, turns out she hated that a lot. Why? Uh, <laughs> well, it just made a weird in- sound. Like it just it made the loudest sound, and I was like, "Okay, haha, Phil, that's funny," and quit. But he kept doing it, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I got ice cream on my pants, too. uh, And then the night culminated with us going to uh, Millville, correct? Yeah. So uh, for those not from where we live, basically it's uh, a place that we all convince ourselves is spookier than it is. It's where an old distillery used to be. (laughs) Uh, So a bunch of our friends went out there, and that's, kind of where the night ended um so yeah it was a piss poor date <laughs> all <Yeah>. around <laughs> so at the end of your date you met a bunch of other people at the end of it yeah correct okay yeah but uh, you guys you guys were in the same car though yeah i don't remember how that worked out did i ride with someone else or you rode with someone i, I, I feel had like to we, have. yeah i feel like we yeah. went in separate cars yeah we went our separate way <laughs> <laughs> oh okay but so, so the rest of the group had no idea that you guys had just had your first date. Uh, I don't think anybody knew. Yeah, I don't think so. Interesting. So that person, the next day we went to a restaurant with that person who was Phil thought that was trying to get in the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm literally never going on another date with this guy. He's annoying. <laughs> he, <laughs> and he, she thinks I'm still annoying <laughs> to this day. Um, and I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And, and I don't know what? why I went. What happened after that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, what did, Phil, what did you think after the first date? Oh, I mean, I, I thought it was disastrous. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, were, you were just like, oh, well, I guess I blew it. Yeah, pretty much. Or, like, I figured, well, we tried it. Uh, <laughs> and I, I was blaming myself. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. Um, right. But, yeah, it was, uh, you know, try to wine and dine a girl at the Olive Garden, and it just doesn't work out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I don't remember what we did on the second date. You don't remember how you got there? Like, after, it seems like both of you thought that that was going to be the only date, and you don't remember how you kind like, of reconciled and yeah, decided I've, to give it another go? I feel like he, we talked and like how we were both nervous and how he thought it was bad. So I think we both came to the conclusion that it was bad and then we were going to give it another go. Yeah. 
but I have no idea what we did. <laughs> well, I mean, I know we hung out with like the group of friends. Oh yeah, we and yeah. stuff. So it's it's not like we just avoided each other or anything. Right. But yeah, I don't remember what the second day was. So Phil, uh, as we said, you expressed your feelings to Becca way earlier than this first date. Correct. And she and she said no. Yeah, she, just, she basically just gave you a I don't want to ruin our friendship type of thing, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, more okay. or less. I got friend zoned for a year <laughs> yeah. and then escaped it. Yeah. <laughs> so when when she initially told you that, you know, I mean, were you heartbroken? Did you expect it? Uh, what made you not give up? Um, if if I recall, I, I wasn't super shocked about it, um, and like. Understood. Um, And, you know, at the time, uh, it it was one of those periods of time where I was especially lonely and just because other people in the group had, um, you know, significant others. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I hadn't dated anyone in a while. Um, So, you know, I I, I was okay with just being her friend and talking to her because, you know, at, at least I had someone to text and stuff it, I, I didn't really i didn't take it hard um yeah. and i just you know kind of kept on keeping on that's, yeah that's uh it, it wasn't like a make or break thing especially since we were still part of the same friend group now if we were only connected by like a mutual liking and that happened then then i may have just you know pulled the plug on the situation but i've never like ghosted anyone or anyone anything like that yeah but yeah that's uh basically i just kept being friends with her right so then it seems like you all don't have specific memories of how it got to the next phase and i don't remember when you actually started dating were you were we all in college at the same college at this point or not it was in 2010 in may uh so it would have been towards the end of a semester. Uh-huh. And I believe Becca was going to uh, the college across state. And we, right. you and I were going to the same college at the time. Um, and basically we, we, you know, hung out and went on dates and that kind of stuff. And then uh, eventually one of her friends... While we were hanging out together one night, one of her friends was, like, on the phone with her, I think, if I recall, and said something to the effect of, why hasn't he asked you out yet? Yeah. And so I did it there on the spot. Asked (laughs) asked you out yet, as in? Like, like, made it official. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so I kind of did it on the spot, and uh, that's... That's where we officially started dating, and it was May nineteenth, two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah. So. so. And up to that point, you both went to different schools. How often did you hang out? Every weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much every weekend because even though she was a solid two and a half hours away from, because you know where we went to school, we were like forty five minutes from our hometown, mm-hmm. and then she was two and a half hours or so from our hometown. Yeah, the opposite so, direction. Yeah, in the opposite direction. So, 
um, that was kind of the the meeting place. But um, we pretty much hung out every weekend, um, and then just you know texted the whole time, all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that, that's how we made it work uh, until she transferred schools. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was a like a large chunk of time where you guys were pretty much long distance, right? Yeah, like a year and a half. Yeah. It was a pretty long time. a year, maybe. So even after you became exclusive, however you want to say it, you guys still went to different schools for another year, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Which, you know, long distance is not fun. The worst. (laughs) Especially, like, uh, just just starting out, just going straight into being in a long distance relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think we benefited from being friends for a year plus uh, beforehand. So we were used to texting all the time. Like that was the primary way we communicated and not, not as much in person. So, you know, it, you know, we tried to make it count when we could hang out in person. Um, God, that was so long ago. It was long ago. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, we get to a point where you're both at the same school seeing each other far more often than you were used to was that was it just a hundred percent better that way or did it take some getting used to and and finding out how to kind of deal with the new freedom of being able to see each other whenever you wanted uh i think we were definitely still in like honeymoon phase so we were just around each other as often as we could Uh, oh yeah from Long distance to being able to see each other every day. I don't think there's any buffer period. Yeah, yeah. it was um, just it was just better, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and of course, it it wasn't until like later in our relationship that like I don't know. I'm an introvert, so sometimes I need my <laughs> my space. And um, but for a long while. We were around each other pretty much from the time we woke up to the time we went to bed every yeah. night. Right. Did either of you have like a specific moment where you knew that that this was the person you were just going to be with forever? Or did it kind of just gradually happen and it was just natural? Um, I think for me, I'll, I'll go first and let you think. <laughs> uh <laughs> It it was a mixture of the two. Um, it was a gradual thing, and then, um, you know, the the first night I said I love you to her, I actually meant it. Um, and it was pretty early on in our relationship. Uh, the day you asked me out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it was still early in our relationship. Yeah. Because um, I count the pre-dating as dating, yeah. whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I meant it. Um I knew that there was something special uh, there. Oh, boy, she's going to cry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I, I knew there was something special there, and uh, I think a lot of that stems from um, never feeling like I needed to change that much as a person. Um, and she was just accepting of who I was, and, you know, I, I hadn't really ever had that uh so yeah i mean the the time i asked her out and then told her i loved her uh i, I meant it um but yeah it, it was a little bit of a gradual thing but 
um, I just kind of knew at that point. Yeah. Did Becca? Did you return the "I love you" on that first no, night? No. 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 Oh, um, well, because I mean, he was like, "Hey, be my girlfriend." Oh, also, I love you. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just overwhelmed because you know, having a boyfriend in general was a big step for me. So that "I love you," I didn't really know what that meant yeah. yet. So I think, I mean, it took me about a month or so, month and some change. Yeah. Um, and for me, it wasn't, I think it was a gradual thing. I don't have this pivotal moment where I'm like, I'm supposed to be with this man for the rest of my life. But I think it was just knowing that I didn't want to be without him the rest of my life. Um, yeah. So I think it was gradual for me. So what what did oh, you no, actually you say? Are huh? you, y'all both crying over there? Oh yeah, yeah we're both crying over here. You okay. Yeah. Uh, so the the first I love you was in person, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did so what did you say back? Me? Yeah. Oh, um I I think you said something like It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I was like, This is too much. <laughs> it was something like that and I just kinda reassured her that I actually meant it and yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good night. It was a fun time. <laughs> That's funny to me, but, <laughs> because there's no way Becca handled that with like grace. No, it was not was graceful <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, when we get to it, when I propose, she didn't handle that with grace either. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know that story either. I don't think. Um. Well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah. It's just so, so Phil, you got you expressed your your love and didn't get it in return. Did you kind of just uh, did you just leave it on the back burner at that <laughs> point, or did you keep saying it throughout the rest of the time until she said it back? <laughs> I don't remember you saying it after that. I don't. I don't think I said it again that night. No, you. I don't. I don't think you said it until I said it back to you. That, that might have been the case because I didn't want to like freak her out, but I actually meant it. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, what you might see in a TV show or a movie where the person's like, "Whoa, this creepo <laughs> <laughs> saying he loves me on the first date." Uh, uh, I need to write a book. But <laughs> um, no, I I I dropped it uh, until she uh, said she loved me back. Um, yeah, like I said, I meant it. Yeah, that's nice. I just didn't know if you felt uh, like if that initial instance of not getting it back kind of scared you off from ever saying it again until she until she initiated it. Um. Yeah, a, a little bit. Um. Mainly because I I didn't want to push her too much because I mean it took a year to start dating her. And <laughs> I want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. It, it was a long progress, and you didn't want to jeopardize, you know, the long journey that it was to even to get to that point. Yeah. yeah, and I think I knew at that point that I was your first boyfriend, right? Or well, the first person you were dating, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I, I knew that this was, like, new territory. And so, yeah, I'd, and I... I have always felt that way that I haven't wanted to push her towards things she doesn't want to do or like never move too fast or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it, it was all like, 
usually I would take my cue from her about, like, you know, whether she was ready to get married or things like that, um, which I'm sure we'll get to in a second. Are you uh, lying on the mic right now? I'm not lying on the <laughs> mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Becca, I wanted you to, if you can, talk a little bit more about how this was your first relationship. And, you know, going into that, did you, were you constantly overthinking things? Were you kind of basing your life off of relationships you had seen in movies or were you getting a ton of advice from friends or or like your mom or or how were you handling that hmm that's a big question um well so again i will say i was 19 so a lot looking back on our first year of dating a lot of things i would change i think was due to my immaturity as a 19 year old um I think most of our fights were because of jealousy um, from me, um, just in general, like not spending enough time or just stupid stuff that young girls do. Um, I don't know. My parents have been married for like 37 years, so I drew from that. I don't know. I don't remember talking to my older sister. I kind of was just talking to Phil mostly. I don't remember. Yeah. So you didn't like confide in your mom or your sister about it just being in a relationship in general or how to do it. Right. Well, I remember my dad, like Phil, did we go to a Reds game for a second date? Uh, maybe. I think that's what we did. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but, I told my dad I was going to a Reds game, and they were like, who with? And I was like, his name is Phil. And my dad <laughs> looked at me and was like, is is Phil special? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I didn't really talk about it a lot. But, yeah, <laughs> my dad was like, is Phil special? And I was like, I guess. And then I just ran out of the door. That's but <laughs> That's the biggest conversation I had. But I felt like... I don't know. We kind of figured it out together. Yeah. I don't remember confiding in a lot of people. Yeah. I just, stuff. I always think about how, I don't know. I kind of think that movies and TV relationships have kind of changed human relationships forever just because it's impossible to not base yourself on the characters that we see every day. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, and it would be dependent on whichever media you're looking at because if you watch, uh, I don't know, something like the Gilmore Girls that have a def- different take on relationships than 13 Reasons Why or, you know, like yeah. so many different things. So it's, yeah, uh, I think there's definitely an effect from the media you consume. Right. Like, I don't know, these these moments where he said, I love you, like, you think it's going to be this big, sparkly, you know, warm moment, and I just freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I could definitely see that. And you just it's, didn't feel how you thought you should feel, I guess. Right. And, you know, there's a lot to that, too, especially, you know, when we were uh, getting married or uh, before I proposed and that kind of stuff, like, where I felt pressure that I needed to, like, 
show up with doves in an all-white <laughs> suit and take her to a candlelight dinner overlooking a river or something. <laughs> like, right. uh, like, I felt pressure on that uh, versus something she would actually... Well, I mean, she would like that, but something that would be more meaningful. And for girls, like, we always dream of the proposal. Like, there's a professional photographer, and we have our nails done, and our, we're in a beautiful dress. And, I mean, if you look at pictures of me, I was in none of those things. Um, I was in, like, flip-flops and Nike shorts and T-shirt and no makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that seems to me to be a kind of a new thing. I guess it's just, I mean, the Internet's been a part of our entire lives, um, and maybe it's just that this is the time where all of the people our age are, are getting engaged. Um, but I don't remember seeing a ton of engagement videos before like the past five years. Do you guys? No, I agree with that. I mean, Pinterest ruined everything too. So, <laughs> Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's turned into like a hive mind situation. Like that's where every girl goes like when they think they're going to get engaged and they see all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know any girl that doesn't have a wedding board engaged or not. Like, I have a wedding board, and I'm already married, but I still save stuff, like, because I'm just psycho like that. But, I mean, yeah, that's where all the things are. Interesting. Yeah. And and while we're on the topic, the gender reveal videos are a new thing, too, and I don't much care for them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in on those either. <laughs> Like, like we we get it. Definitely doing that if we ever have a child. I, I know she's gonna force me into it, but I'm gonna just be angry the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you will wear a pink shirt, and I will wear a blue dress, and we will pull some string or pop a balloon, and it's gonna be fabulous. So that's what you're gonna do as a balloon? No, I mean, I don't. I mean, there will probably be another idea that people all do in the next. And we'll find it on Pinterest. Five or ten years. Yeah, I'll look on Pinterest. Well, because I see all these. The the one that I see the most is the baseball bat and the the baseball that explodes and has a color in it. Yeah. And it's always like, you know, it's the guy that played baseball in high school. And I always just wonder, like, how they land on that to be the thing just because they used to play that sport. I mean, even one of our really close friends, I mean, he, he played in college. He was very good at baseball. And so did his wife. She played softball. So that kind of makes sense that both of them shared that that sport. But I just wonder how people always land on the baseball theme. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've got nothing. Unless they have pre-knowledge that it's a boy. And then they're like, oh, got to have that baseball bat. You know, yeah. the classic, like, young boy <laughs> thing to get. Yeah. Um, you play football, you're just going to throw a football with... Say hut hut hike and uh, <laughs> spike spike the football into the ground and then it'll explode in a blue or uh, yeah yellow blue or pink it's mist. Be just duck. You just yeah. ki- you just kick a field goal and the ball explodes into whatever <laughs> yeah. color it is. That wouldn't be awesome, actually. Yeah, like All I, right. I don't know what I what I would do if like if if it has to be based on your hobbies like I don't drum set. This, like oh, you, that would yeah, be cool! Like you hit, you hit the symbols, and the symbols have powder on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. There you go. That'd be cool. Although, All right, Eric. I'm, although I'm not a drummer. Although, I'm, yeah, I'm here to can. announce I'm having a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, so yeah, we're. Um, I mean, unless there's something between what we just covered and the 
engagement, that's kind of where I wanted to jump to next because we brought it up a little bit. Seven long years passed. <laughs> well, you want to talk about uh, our <laughs> our hardships a little bit? There were many. Yeah, give us the hardships. Tell us what happened. How'd you get <laughs> through it? Um, I don't know if you want me telling this. What we, are you going to tell? We broke up briefly. When? <gasps> what do you mean when? I know I know when, but like... <laughs> It was so stupid. All of it is so stupid, looking back on it. But whatever. You can tell the story. Okay, so, uh... I... <laughs> I had some school issues. Um, oh, that's... The, I think we broke up twice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll, I'll tell what I'm thinking about, and then you can talk about what you're thinking about. Uh, I um, don't want to tell any of it. I don't recall what year this was. 2011 or 12, I think. It was the December of 2010. It was the December of 1945. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the war had just broken out. And they shipped me off. The Germans were on the border. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, basically, due to laziness and... M- like, my fault entirely, I got into grade trouble and had to set out a semester at school. And basically, this sparked a giant argument. And this was not too long after Becca had actually transferred schools. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, it, it's important to note, she didn't transfer to, for me. She didn't like where she was at. Uh, but a lot of our, you know, our friend group was up there. Um, so that was... I think part of the decision, but anyway, um, it was not too long after she had transferred, and I essentially flunked out uh, for a semester, and not one of my proudest moments, but uh, yeah, I I told her we got into an argument about it, and we broke up, uh, and it was real brief. I'm not sure if you even knew about this, because we kind of kept it under wraps. Yeah, I don't know if I did or not. Was it basically just Becca saying, um, "You're not it's like two hours. You're not an adult enough. Or you're not taking life seriously enough." Were you kind of were you kind of looking towards the future and thinking that you needed to to rethink Phil because you didn't think he was taking the future seriously? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that was the majority of it. That. Um, I basically needed to get my stuff together because uh, although we weren't, you know, getting married anytime soon or anything like that, it was still like, why would she waste time with someone who's uh, not motivated Yeah. To, to better himself in that way? Yeah. So, yeah, that that was the time that I remember we broke up. What What, what time are you talking about? What do you mean? That one time after my birthday, I got pissed. <laughs> I think and we, we didn't talk for like two weeks. The one time after your birthday, why'd you get pissed? I can hear oh, you. Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he went and played basketball on my birthday. <laughs> 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 and I got mad and I broke up. <laughs> I don't know if we broke up. Did we break up? Uh, Did we say the words? We, we either... <laughs> I told you 
we either broke up or it, it was like a knockdown drag out fight and we just stopped talking for like <laughs> a, week. a week or two. Just, All right. Just well, stopped altogether. The name of the episode is definitely He Played Basketball on My Birthday. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we got to get back. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, was well, probably, that was probably my fault then, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Get back to it. So the, you just, just two very brief breakups, right? Neither of those yeah. lasted very long. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know that they necessarily count uh, since... The first one was like two hours. It, it really was like two hours. And uh, I went to his house, <laughs> I said sorry. Yeah. Um, and then the the other one, I'm not even sure. I, it may have just been, you know, zero communication, like... I'm mad at you. <laughs> You're mad it's at like, me. We're just not going to talk. basketball on my birthday. Yeah, yeah. I'd do it again, too. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what are you doing on April 4th? Uh, let's play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, you had those were the are, were those the only rough times that you can think of I'm, i mean oh there was probably plenty more but that obviously the there are me. obviously there are rough patches and well i mean relationship we would fight i've, I've kind of i don't know that i've always had this but uh at least with becca and i's relationship i felt like i never wanted to go to bed with us both angry at each other so I wanted to at least like. That's the secret of marriage, everybody. Always a classic. <laughs> I just um, always tried to talk it out, which is actually why fights didn't get resolved too quick sometimes. Because uh, I was the type of person that, all right, let's let's sit here and talk it out. Let's. Uh, and I hate that. And Becca hates that. She would rather just shut everyone off for like an hour, and then she's good. If I can get my thoughts together, I can adequately express Assess. how yeah. I'm feeling yeah. and resolve something, but you're right there. But that's also why we work because he wants to, I mean, talk about it right then and there. And I just want some downtime. Right. We usually talk about it right then and there, but so, yeah. Phil, so Phil's, uh, Phil's way usually wins out. If you have a fight, he makes you like settle it right there. Yeah. I try to because like, I don't know. I, I feel like if it goes unresolved, that's how feelings get bitter. And then, I don't know, you don't talk to the person for the day. And you're like, you know what? I don't need to talk to them. <laughs> and, and stuff like that. But for me, like, if we're sitting down talking, I'm still pissed off. Like, I'm going to say something stupid that I don't mean. And so it comes from a place of love. <laughs> it's not the correct way to handle conflict. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I just like to go ahead and take care of it, um, and and don't let it just build up and fester. Yeah, and Phil would just if Becca got mad, he would say, "Well, I'm just gonna go play basketball." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've done that before. I have done that before. <laughs> yeah, might do it tomorrow night. I do right now. <laughs> After this podcast, Phil's gonna have to go play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you said it was between, was it between the day you started dating and getting engaged? Was that the seven years or am I, was it after that? Uh, we it got was like a month shy of seven years or okay. eight years. 
Yeah, because... We were a bunch shy of eight years. We yeah. started dating in May of 2010, and we got engaged in April of 2017. 17. So, um, the one thing I'm going to bring up that I don't know if you're going to be comfortable with is... Uh-oh. don't be so sc- Don't be scared. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. But, Phil, you are the older of two siblings. Correct. And your little brother, I, I would save this story but he's never going to be on this podcast he i really doubt he would want to talk about it um but you're the older one and he actually got married before you right was that a point of friction for you or for becca yes uh yes yes it was um okay but it wasn't with just them it was literally everyone and I don't even know if I was... Re- I mean, I definitely wasn't ready to get married. I was ready to get married when I got married. But it was seeing all of my other close friends get married. Mm-hmm. And I... Like, we passed year four and year five and year six. I'm like, this is never going to happen. Yeah, by like the third year, you were already talking about marriage and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Because all my other friends were getting engaged. And I was like, okay, Phil. So, um, you, so you were already talking about marriage, but you also said you weren't ready to get married. Yeah, well, that's growing up, too. But. <laughs> okay. Well, I I was absolutely not ready um, because my attitude on it was I needed to get myself uh, to a good spot before I would want to, like, you know, become two people. <laughs> right. Um, like, we got four degrees amongst us. <laughs> that's how long. Yeah, you wanted. So I got an associate's and a bachelor's. I got a bachelor's and a master's. Like it was a long time. You wanted to have your life together before you pulled somebody else into having your life. Correct, and and like I was saying, I mean, I I had the the grade and motivation troubles in school, so it took me a lot longer than it should have to get through school. Um, and part of the reason I even finished school is because of my relationship with Becca. Um, and that giving me the motivation to try harder and, uh, you know, yeah, get my act together. Uh, but yeah, um, that that was the big thing. Like I wanted to get to a good spot. Like I I was too immature. I probably still am way too immature. <laughs> but I I wasn't ready at all. Um, at three years, it, it's not that I didn't think that I could marry Becca. It was that. I personally was just not there yet. Right. So, so. when when your little brother told you that he was going to propose, did you think oh, I'm going to be playing a lot of basketball? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually dreaded uh, Becca finding out. Yeah. Um, because I knew she'd be upset, and um, <laughs> like part of it too was I was kind of working myself up to get an engagement ring and stuff and then i find out you know my brother got one and oh he's engaged now yeah and it just like (laughs) completely threw me off too um so yeah it i mean it, it definitely bothered me at the time and that's nothing against him or his his now wife um obviously but no it just wasn't me so Right. Yeah. It, it just didn't work out uh, with the timing and everything. And yeah. um, I, I knew that that would be a big one that would bother Becca. Yeah. 
It's kind of like um, Andy proposing to Angela right before Jim was about yeah, to Yeah, <laughs> it was exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good example. Um, but yeah, that, that was... Uh, that that was a rough patch. Okay. Yeah. Another rough patch. <laughs> and I guess when that happens, that's probably the only question you guys got for like the next year was. Oh when... my gosh, that day was the worst. I mean, it was beautiful, but it was the worst because every... you guys next. <laughs> <laughs> every five minutes, they were like, "So when are you and Phil getting married?" I yeah. I wanted to like bang my head through a window because <laughs> it was just the worst. I mean, Phil's dad was talking about it with the catering lady. Like, oh, really? it was just, yes, it was all day. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it was, uh, like, it, it would bother me sometimes, but I would just kind of, like, be like, yeah, well, sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but I, I know it definitely got to you. Well, because, I mean, women ask you a lot more, and church people, and family, yeah. and. Yeah. So you guys had already talked about it a bunch up to that point, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Not not really specifics, but I I was. We daydream about the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever think about the future? <laughs> <laughs> Rascal flats. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> is that the, is that the beginning of a Rascal Flats music video? Yes. It, it's like in the middle of it, isn't it? Like they're in a pickup truck and you oh, ever I... think about the future? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought thinking about Rascal Flats. <laughs> it's, that happens all the time. Um, so, so <laughs> Is that yeah, how Nashville works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think about Rascal Flats every five minutes here. So, so, anyways, you guys had had talked about marriage, and you both knew you were going to marry each other eventually. You just you didn't really have a solid plan. Um, your brother's wedding goes by, and then how soon after that, Phil, did you say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get the ring, and I'm going to do this? It was like two years after that. It was, but... Uh, Started a master's, got a master's. Yeah, like got we... Got a full-time job. The, by that point, the finish line for school being over was close. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was kind of like, well, we should just wait until we both get our degrees and we're out of school and then we can, you know, get jobs and be in a good place starting Which out. It was smart, but it wasn't like, it wasn't now. I didn't have a ring on my finger. It wasn't as timely as you wanted, but it, correct. But it but, still I mean, that's made how sense I wanted to you. It. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thinking back, I'm so glad that we waited and yeah. we had that foundation <clears throat> of education and school. So yeah, you, um, you guys both got your degrees, your four degrees Celsius, and yeah. then you. And at, at this point, did you did you both kind of talk about it and say, okay, now we're ready? Or Phil, did you just say, did you just know that it was the time? Well, I graduated in December, and by uh, you know some some turn of fate, I got a job like immediately out of school mm-hmm. he, he graduated on a friday applied on a monday and got a job by the next friday <laughs> yeah um so i i, I was just in the right place right time uh in a lot of ways but yeah i i got the degree i wanted um 
and then got the job and you know it was a full-time job finally instead of you know I worked like two years in the same field um basically for nothing Mm. (laughs) and so I finally got the job and then so I got the job January and proposed in April and um I had remembered uh the specific type of ring that she talked about wanting in year three yeah yeah from back then um and then I had it picked out. I, I went to a website and picked it out, which I know is risky, um, but I did it. <laughs> and uh, I think I, that's what a lot of people do now. Uh, well, I mean, the, the risky part was that they only have one like physical location, and it's in New York, oh. <laughs> which is a little bit of a drive. Um, but and no, it's scary it, to get cleaned, like your ring to get cleaned. Yeah, uh, but I, I felt really good about that ring, and so I sent a text to her two sisters and said, um, do you think Becca would like this? And, or, well, I think the first thing I asked was what size ring does Becca wear? And they both knew right away (laughs) what I was getting at. Um, (laughs) and then I picked out the ring and was like, basically, do you all approve of this? And they both gave the, the go ahead on it. And then, uh, then it was a matter of figuring out what the heck I was going to do for the proposal. Um, and again, like, you know, I'm thinking it needs to be some big spectacular display. Um, you know, I, I don't want to do it in a restaurant. Uh, my brother did it in a restaurant. I, yeah. I didn't want to do it That was there. my role. I didn't want to be proposed to with food or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, and, if you're both staying in there with minestrone and breadsticks all over your shirts... <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah, it doesn't make a good picture. Yeah, <laughs> Phil, did you ask Becca's dad for permission or just the sisters? I did. Um, I called him and and talked to him on the phone about it and asked his permission and he gave it to me. Um, and I think I talked to your mom too, but it wasn't. I don't know. I I don't think my mom knew. Did she? Uh, she may have been out of the loop on the proposal itself. So yeah, it it was important um, to propose then, and and then a, a plan was hatched finally, because like the important things to me were to make sure that both of our parents were there mm-hmm. uh, and siblings if possible, and uh, what better way than at one of her, you know family traditions at Easter. Mm. Um, I, since you guys were kids, right? Uh, they, they would always do an Easter egg hunt outside their house and, you know, ah. put, put money in plastic eggs and that kind of thing. And, um, and they keep doing it till, to this day, even though, you know, her, her older sister's in her thirties and <laughs> youngest is what? 22 now, 21. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know they're still adults, but they still do it as uh, the family tradition. So um, I showed up and I put the ring in one of the eggs, uh-huh. and then uh, who who guided you over to it? Well, I mean, it was like somebody said you have to find the special egg, and the special egg was like this big silver one. Yeah. And it was like right in the middle of the field. Yeah. <laughs> Backyard, whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, you probably knew what was going on, right? Oh, yeah. You were acting weird, like, all day. (laughs) (laughs) 
because we spent all day together and you were just acting weird. And, and then I, was I got so anxious. nervous. I got anxious. Yeah. <laughs> so um, then, so then, Becca, you opened the egg, and well, what? his well, I, his parents showed up, and they were like. Oh well, we we needed to give your parents this Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was the cover. And I was like, it. okay, this is happening. So you knew it right there. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get a puppy or something like that, but because <laughs> he always talked about getting me a dog, I don't know. Um, Still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, his parents were like, "We're coming to give some Tupperware to your parents," and I was like, "Okay, this is happening." <laughs> wow! But we sat. Um, there's like a mini porch, and we sat on that, and I opened my egg, and and then she said the beautiful <laughs> words of "Ah, oh, God." <laughs> that's that's what she said. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to cry. Because, like, everybody was staring at me, and, I mean, you knew the egg, there was something in the egg, because everyone got their phones out and, like, was going to take pictures of me and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, plopped out this really pretty teardrop-shaped ring, rose gold. It was beautiful. Yeah, and, you know, it was the conscious decision to make it, um, you know, like a small, you know, just family there type thing so <laughs> instead of something big and extravagant we got you know I, I proposed to her in her side yard of her parents house <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that's the story of the proposal um that's that's nice i don't know if i knew about the easter egg thing that was a good idea yeah well and i mean it was it was just perfect how it was like it wasn't some big extravagant thing like it was just us and our family, and I don't know. It was good. You did yeah. a good job. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so how, uh, how long were you engaged? Well, uh, actually, after we got engaged, uh, we went out to dinner with the family, and her sisters had pretty much picked out a wedding date for <laughs> us uh, by the end of that dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, you know, we decided to do it at... Um, the church we went to, uh, well, their their older church across the street, mm-hmm. um, we had to change change it by a week of what the sisters suggested just because mm-hmm. of the, the pastor's availability. But, um, yeah, we, like I said, got engaged of April of 2017 and then got set the wedding date for October 21st of 2017. I always said as soon as he puts that ring on my finger... So six months. You need... To get ready, because I don't need a long time to plan a wedding. Yeah. And uh, so it was kind of a hectic six months, but really, I, I let her do most of the decision making, um, because... I let you have mac and cheese. It, it, well, I demanded input on the food, um, <laughs> and, and a little bit on the location, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- otherwise, it was her dream and uh, I let her be the person that kind of decides everything and just kind of went with it. Well, that's nice. It's, that's crazy that it was eight years, you know, and like I said, when we started this out, Becca, you initially did not give any thought to being romantically <laughs> involved with Phil. Correct. And then now you're married. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And yeah, now we live together like a couple weirdos. Yeah, now you're roommate. Now you're roommates. <laughs> yep. 
And uh, then you were in my wedding? I was. Our wedding, sorry. <laughs> and it was a wonderful time. Yeah. Uh, Phil cried. I, I cried a lot. Phil uh, did cry. I was an emotional man. Listen, I was rock solid. I went through the first look, no tears. My dad saw... I cried on the first look, too. <laughs> my dad saw me in my dress, uh-huh. no tears. My sisters, no tears. Mom, no tears. Nothing. And then we started doing the vows, and I see Phil's lip quiver, and I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> like, And the whole church lost it. And I yeah, was like, oh, did. my gosh, you got the whole church crying? Yeah. People we don't even know, like aunts and uncles that are like twice removed were crying. I was like, we don't even know you. <laughs> and I've, I've seen Phil cry. I saw him cry at his great-grandmother's funeral. Just like a single tear. But like I've never seen him cry this much. <laughs> he cried. Was... He cried at the funeral, and yeah. when he got hit by a school bus, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the only two times. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the wedding. So three yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Three times. Yeah, total. Sorry. Three times. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the story of us. This is us on NBC. Saturday nights at seven, right after Two and a Half Men. Well, yeah, thanks, thanks, you guys, for sharing your story with us. And, um, you if know. If we can learn anything from this. What is it? What can we learn from this? Absolutely nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Don't play basketball the, the, on your girlfriend <laughs> slash wife slash fiance's birthday. And the friend zone is escapable. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There you go. If you have a, if your heart has a vision... Never give up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, not sure if your names will be used in this yet. Um, if they are, Phil, you have you actually have a podcast that you run. That's uh, right. Called Mild Mannered Movie Men. Yep, you did the theme song for it. We took a big, long hiatus, but we are back. We just released an episode talking about our top 20 films of 2018, and we do just, you know, talk some film and stuff. Yeah. I also listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Becca, Becca loves the podcast Cold. Uh, it's about a serial, or, well, not a serial killer, a guy who murdered his wife and kids and self. I like all those types of podcasts. And Becca, you have your own podcast about different types of grass. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. It's Bermuda, alfalfa, bluegrass. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> What's it called, Becca? Get off your grass. <laughs> get, get off, off your, your grass, grass and listen. Get, get off, off your grass and listen. The get off the grass pod. Get off your grass podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're actually starting this podcast. Now. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, if um, if you. If we do use names, I guess even if we don't, uh, go look up Mild Mannered Movie Men podcast. Um, anywhere podcasts are available, and give that a listen and a follow, and a sub- and a please please like and prescribe. <laughs> prescribe some grass podcast. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week's episode. You guys follow us on at Love Is On The Air podcast on Instagram. Share this with your friends if you want to. Uh, send us a, an Instagram direct message if you have any suggestions or if, maybe if you want to be on the show. Um, this was actually our first 
remotely recorded podcast. We are not in the same room right now, so it is possible. We just did it. Bye. <laughs>